Joining us now is a man who uh, is going to be able to shed a little bit of light on it. He knows all when it comes to the Canes. Gabby Arudia, 247 Canes. He's the co-host of Through the Smoke, and he joins us just for a brief second here on Ken Levicka Live. Gabby, I know it's super busy. This is a, a big, big day, and so I appreciate you taking some time. Uh, what happened here? Uh, how shocking is this? Should we be surprised Cromani McLean today is not going to be a Kane for the time being? Yeah, I mean, I feel like shocking and National Signing Day kind of go hand in hand, right? So, yeah, maybe we should be surprised, but really, should we? Uh, I feel like these are the types of things that happened. Uh, it wasn't long ago where, Tyler, where Travis Hunter flipped to Jackson State from Florida State on National Signing Day. So these are the types of things that just happen in high-profile recruitments. Um, you know, obviously, this isn't the ideal situation. It's something Miami kind of started dealing with it seems it probably even last night and i kind of got whiff of it earlier this morning um i didn't know really know that he wasn't going to sign i think they were just trying to figure some stuff out um i, I mean i think the Dion sanders stuff i mean I, I definitely believe that they've had conversations but i think more so than Dion sanders in colorado it might be nick saban in alabama who are giving cormani mcclain a lot to think about uh you know there was a rumored visit uh from a few weeks ago he ended up not making it up to tuscaloosa um, this is, these are just the types of ebbs and flows in these high profile recruitments. We are talking about the number two overall player in the country per the, you know, the composite, which is just an industry average. Um, you know, Miami's chipping away here. I think that there's definitely, definitely some confidence on their end that they can get this thing across the finish line. But, uh, as we know, Ken, uh, this is one of those things where you don't really know until it's official and until pen meets paper and Miami has those papers in their hands, uh, you kind of got to hold on to your seat. Yeah, and I did want to ask you, Gabby, when it comes to not going on the visit to Tuscaloosa, not going on the visit to Miami, and listen, I, I've worked in college football a long time, long time play-by-play voice of FAU. I know how fans sort of uh, consume that news. I, I, there's a lot of, oh, that kid, uh, lack of character. Why would he do that? Red flags. Like How, how should – the last couple of weeks from Cromani McLean be translated in your mind? Yeah, you know, honestly, just kind of speaking to people that are obviously part of fixing the situation for, uh, you know, they, they think the world of Cormani McLean. They think he's a really good kid that is in a, an extremely unique situation. I think people, people forget a lot of times, like, these are 17, you know, sometimes turning 18-year-old kids that have to make one of the biggest decisions of their lives, and they do it with, like, under a spotlight. Cormani McLean is, is, is an introvert in a lot of ways, and there's a lot of eyes on him, and everyone's wondering what he's going to do. He needs, he's trying to make sure he's making the right decision for himself and his, his family. I mean, I think everyone at the University of Miami just thinks that or, or try, is trying to respect his process, respect how if he wants to go about it on his terms, they think he's earned that in ter- you know, just with who he is as a prospect and who he's been as a person. Uh, so, you know, it's not always uh, the drama queen that wants all the attention. Sometimes it's just a really, I mean, it's an extremely important decision that you need to make sure you get right. Where you sure. spend your college years uh, obviously has a huge impact on, you know, the rest of your career, your development, who you are as a football player. And so, you know, there's it, it's one of those situations where Miami feels like they have the right people in place to give Cormani McLean an opportunity to be an NFL superstar, which he has the potential to be. And uh, they're just from here 
here on uh, here on Wednesday, and we'll see what happens down the line. But uh, again, Miami. Gabby, I gotta ask you this. You know, it's come down to you know where he's gonna choose. We talked about Legacy wanting to build this class with Miami and everything. Do you think he's in contact with Travis Hunter? There was an article from 24/7 Sports with Robbie Weinberg who talked about Dion's contacting him. Do you really think it's Travis Hunter contacting him? Does he want to go be a tandem? and then be the guys on the island in Colorado. Is this more about Travis Hunter parlaying himself with Cormani McLean more so than Cormani McLean parlaying himself with Deion Sanders? I mean, I think everything's on the table. Uh, you know, we know how this rec- this recruiting stuff is wild, man. And, you know, I, I obviously, you know, can't totally speak on that or speak in definites because I don't know the details um, of, of any of that stuff. But, look, I mean, these kids all talk to each other, and we know in recruiting that, you know, elite players want to play with elite players. And, you know, they both kind of played for the same seven-on-seven organization. Travis Hunter was an, a South Florida Express kid. Um, you know, Cormani McLean spent this last seven-on-seven season with South Florida Express. Um, I don't know how necessarily close the two are of their relationship, but I yeah. mean, it wouldn't be totally shocking to assume that maybe they've, they've talked and all these different types of things. But again, I really do think it's uh, it's potentially the Crimson Tide more so than Deion Sanders and or Travis Hunter and, and the potential of Colorado than... Uh, um, you know, I, I think Alabama's maybe more of a threat. Gabby, really appreciate this. Awesome insight. Thank you for clearing some of this stuff up. And I think what you said about how how uh, Carmani McLean should be perceived right now was extremely important, and some people needed to hear that as well. So, uh, again, Gabby Arudia, 247-247 Canes, the Through the Smoke podcast. Thanks so much for taking a couple of minutes with us. Absolutely. Ken and Stone, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Appreciate you, Gabby. That is Gabby Arudia at 247. Joining us now is a man who is going to be able to shed a little bit of light on it. He knows all when it comes to the Canes. Gabby Arudia, 247 Canes. He's the co-host of Through the Smoke, and he joins us just for a brief second here on Ken Levick Alive. Gabby, I know it's super busy. This is a, a big, big day, and so I appreciate you taking some time. Uh, what happened here? Uh, how shocking is this? Should we be surprised Cormani McLean today is not going to be a cane for the time being. Yeah, I mean, I feel like shocking and National Signing Day kind of go hand in hand, right? So, yeah, maybe we should be surprised, but really, should we? Uh, it feels like these are the types of things that happened. Uh, it wasn't long ago where, Tyler, where Travis Hunter flipped to Jackson State from Florida State on National Signing Day. So, these are the types of things that just happen in high profile recruitments. Um, you know, obviously, this isn't the ideal situation. It's something Miami kind of started dealing with it seems it probably even last night and i kind of got whiff of it earlier this morning um i didn't know really know that he wasn't going to sign i think they were just trying to figure some stuff out um i, I mean i think the Dion sanders stuff i mean I, I definitely believe that they've had conversations but i think more so than Dion sanders in colorado it might be nick saban in alabama who are giving cormani mcclain a lot to think about uh you know there was a rumored visit uh from a few weeks ago he ended up not making it up to tuscaloosa um, this is, these are just the types of ebbs and flows in these high profile recruitments. We are talking about the number two overall player in the country per the, you know, the composite, which is just an industry average. Um, you know, Miami's chipping away here. I think that there's definitely, definitely some confidence on their end that they can get this thing across the finish line. But, uh, as we know, Ken, uh, this is one of those things where you don't really know until it's official and until pen meets paper and Miami has those papers in their hands, uh, you kind of got to hold on to your seat. Yeah, and I did want to ask you, Gabby, when it comes to not going on the visit to Tuscaloosa, not going on the visit to Miami, and listen, I've worked in college football a long time, long time play-by-play voice of FAU. I know how fans sort of – 
uh, consume that news. I, I, there's a lot of, oh, well, that kid, uh, lack of character. Why would he do that? Red flags. Like, how, how should the last couple of weeks from Cromani McLean be translated in your mind? Yeah, you know, honestly, just kind of speaking to people that are obviously part of fixing the situation for, uh, you know, they, they think the world of Cormani McLean. They think he's a really good kid that is in a, an extremely unique situation. I think people, people forget a lot of times, like, these are 17, you know, sometimes turning 18-year-old kids that have to make one of the biggest decisions of their lives, and they do it with, like, under a spotlight. Cormani McLean is... is, is is an introvert in a lot of ways, and there's a lot of eyes on him, and everyone's wondering what he's going to do. He needs, he's trying to make sure he's making the right decision for himself and his, his family. I mean, I think everyone at the University of Miami just thinks that or, or try, is trying to respect his process, respect how if he wants to go about it on his terms. They think he's earned that in terms, you know, just with who he is as a prospect and who he's been as a person. Uh, so, you know, it's not always uh, the drama queen that wants all the attention. Sometimes it's just a really, I mean, it's an extremely important decision that you need to make sure you get right. Where you sure. spend your college years uh, obviously has a huge impact on, you know, the rest of your career, your development, who you are as a football player. And so, you know, there's it, it's one of those situations where Miami feels like they have the right people in place to give Cormani McLean an opportunity to be an NFL superstar, which he has the potential to be. And uh, they're just from here on uh, here on Wednesday, and we'll see what happens down the line. But uh, again, Miami. Gabby, I gotta ask you this. You know, it's come down to you know where he's gonna choose. We talked about Legacy wanting to build this class with Miami and everything. Do you think he's in contact with Travis Hunter? There was an article from Twenty Four Seven Sports with Robbie Weinberg who talked about Dion's contacting him. Do you really think it's Travis Hunter contacting him? Does he want to go be a tandem? and then be the guys on the island in Colorado? Is this more about Travis Hunter parlaying himself with Cormani McClain more so than Cormani McClain parlaying himself with Deion Sanders? I mean, I think everything's on the table. Uh, you know, we know how this rec- this recruiting stuff is wild, man. And, you know, I, I obviously, you know, can't totally speak on that or speak in definites because I don't know the details um, of, of any of that stuff. But, look, I mean, these kids all talk to each other, and we know in recruiting that, you know, elite players want to play with elite players. And, you know, they both kind of played for the same seven-on-seven organization. Travis Hunter was in a South Florida Express kid. Um, you know, Cormani McLean spent this last seven-on-seven season with South Florida Express. Um, I don't know how necessarily close the two are of their relationship, but I yeah. mean, it wouldn't be totally shocking to assume that maybe they've, they've talked and all these different types of things. But again, I really do think it's uh, it's potentially the Crimson Tide more so than Deion Sanders and or Travis Hunter and, and the potential of Colorado than... Uh, um, you know, I, I think Alabama's maybe more of the threat. Gabby, really appreciate this. Awesome insight. Thank you for clearing some of this stuff up. And I think what you said about how how uh, Carmody McLean should be perceived right now was extremely important, and some people needed to hear that as well. So, uh, again, Gabby Arudia, 247-247 Canes, the Through the Smoke podcast. Thanks so much for taking a couple of minutes with us. Absolutely. Ken and Stone, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Gabby. Appreciate you, Gabby. That is Gabby Arudia, 247.